0: Welcome to the Real Estate Trainer Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Eisenhower. I'm the CEO and founder of ICC, or Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. ICC is one of the largest real estate coaching companies in the world with thousands of clients and a large team of the most accomplished coaches in the industry who coach many of the highest producing real estate agents, teams, and broker owners in North America. You can find more content on my website, the world's leading production training website for real estate agents, at therealestatetrainer.com. That's therealestatetrainer.com. Now on this podcast, I'll share tips, success stories, and training for agents and brokers looking to increase their business income while maintaining a balanced life. So whether you are a new licensee, a solo agent, a real estate team leader, or maybe a team member, a broker owner, or a manager, you are guaranteed to learn something new on each and every podcast episode luxury clients will pay the increased prices of course they will they're luxury clients they pay increased prices for everything if you show them the value hi i'm brian eisenhower and i am here with uh my friend and coaching client george Corey. george welcome to the show man
1: thank you brian thank you how are you
0: uh i'm great i am great i uh George um, is from Fort Lauderdale, and uh, we worked together for quite some time, and now George is the number one luxury uh, listing agent in the Fort Lauderdale area, um, and he's kind of really broken through into a higher price point. you know, over the course of our relationship together, and it's been so fun to see him do it, man. It got so cool, it got so successful. I, I hopped on a plane and we, we went out and met out there, and we went, we went fishing, do, doing some offshore sport fishing for mahi mahi. Uh, caught a bunch of fish out there um, down in the Florida Keys uh, just a few months ago. And, or maybe just a month ago.
1: Yeah.
0: And so we, so, uh, so we talked about some of the things that we needed to get on video. And a lot of that was, you know, some luxury listing, um, objections, uh, that you get and how we overcome those, uh, in your listing presentations, some of the typical objections we get from luxury, uh, sellers. But first I want them to tell you who you are and how you broke into the luxury market.
1: It right, sounds good, man. Thank you again. And that trip was amazing. A lot of, a lot of fun. My first time catching an actual mahi mahi ever. And that yeah, was my third, uh, third trip trying to fish, I think you know, I would say. So, uh, <laughs> that, that was something. Uh, so my name is George Corey. I'm a broker of GK Realty Group. Uh, we're, uh, we're down here in Fort Lauderdale in uh, Cold Spring. We have two offices right now. Um, I've been coaching with Ryan for quite some time right now and, uh, I started, you know, about ten years ago, um, selling the uh, average price point about uh, five hundred thousand dollar, and um, it was always a goal to break into the luxury market. I just didn't know how uh, to start with, so it came. It came pretty much from multiple activities, which. Uh, uh, you know, I, I was, I was uh, like a prospecting machine, pretty much calling FISBO expired all the time. So I was able to get into a, a property uh, through a FISBO that was in a luxury, uh, you know, above million five. Uh, it took me some time to be able to convince the owner to kind of list with me uh, because, you know, one of the objection was uh, I don't have much experience selling that kind of market, uh, nor have sold, multi, you know, any property in that uh, price point. This
0: is your chance to see us in person. Join us at the ICC Summit along with the real estate industry's top producers as we gather together on the central coast of California for a weekend of masterminding, productivity training, and networking that you won't forget. Visit iccsummit2021.com to learn more and use promo code PODCASTEARLYBIRD to get 20% off your registration. Register at the link in our show notes before spots are filled.
1: Uh, But from that, we we use the uh, farming, uh, you know, once we get the property listed, we use the farming uh, techniques that I'm still using till now. And it's just, you know, working fantastic uh, for me from sending out reports to, um, you know, sending listing needed. Uh, By the way, actually, I got a a, a call yesterday from uh, someone up in Virginia who owns a property down here who got a, a flyer from me listing needed, you know, and, and they're, they're kind of looking into uh, selling their property without even moving, you know, coming down here to meet with me. So that was, uh, that, that that's, that's the most recent. And that's
0: such a basic mailer, right? We need listings, we're in a low inventory market. It's almost like you're stating the obvious, but it, it works. It is.
1: It is. It is the the problem. Brian is like when you're thinking about the luxury market, you think that you really have to go out of your ways and do some crazy stuff to get to get people to list with you. But uh, you know, in reality, it's just few few things that you know we tweak here and there to get in the door. And of course, you know, papers has to be luxurious. You know, the, the layout luxurious. But but yeah, I mean, it, it is really the basic. You know, so um, that client called me. He wants to sell his property down here. Uh, it's about million seven. Uh, you know, from from that as well. You know, we do just listed, just sold. We do market report, and the biggest, actually, and, and one of the most important thing that uh, we started implementing lately is we we uh, I got the uh, mailing the emails for uh, pretty much the neighborhood, uh, and I, I added those to my CRM, and now I'm I'm pretty much targeting them uh, on a uh, pretty much a, a weekly and a monthly email. Uh, telling them exactly what's happening in the in, in their area pretty much at, at any any kind of uh, point you know just listed in the area just sold um, and it, it was really a nice way of uh, nice and very smart way from from your side of you know how how we can uh, you know initiate the uh, conversation and uh, pretty much uh get the uh, the the okay from them to to start sending them emails you know we came across as you know we're neighborhood expert and we're trying to just update you guys with any of uh, of of the uh, properties or the market that's happening in your area. So uh, all of those together are really uh, generating multiple listing per per month. You know we went from really uh, nothing to uh, you know multiple listings per month in the luxury market and. Thanks to you, man. I appreciate
0: that. You bet. Well, I love what you're doing. I mean, and what we're talking about, like once you got the email addresses, which has been the last layer we've kind of put on top of this, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're using those. We're um, uploading those into Facebook. Um, and then we are retargeting our Facebook ads at those email addresses on Facebook. A lot of people don't know you can do that. So now we're marketing that way. We're setting them up on listing e alerts. So they're getting emails for any new listings that hit the market go under contract or sell in their neighborhood. Again, that all looks like you're you're selling them. Um, at the same time, you're also keeping them up to date on the sales in their neighborhood, letting them look at photos of you know, their neighbor's homes and the price of their neighbor's homes and comparing it to their own. So you're keeping them up to date on the increasing value of their home too. So they're getting so much value from them from you and they're seeing hustle. you on Facebook. They're seeing you in the mailbox. They're seeing you in the email. Um, so you have, you're the only agent that's hustling. And that's the neat thing about breaking into a luxury market. Those agents typically don't hustle, you know, they don't hustle and and you do. So you just do what they do on steroids and use a little nicer marketing paper and a little nicer layout and, and, and marketing presentation. Um, they don't stand a chance. and And that has proven true.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, just providing value, uh, you know, one after the, you know, the other. So so we can pretty much be, be first in mind, uh, with just different, different layout. I mean, different layout. Once you get the layout done for luxury, you know, you pretty much can use that throughout the entire uh, marketing material.
0: Correct. Yeah. It's even worse, you know, hiring, a, a great if, if, you know, a, a lot of people use our, you know, uh, marketing materials we provide, but it's even worth hiring a graphic designer just to give you some re- editable templates that you can use over and over again and let them give you like five or six to choose from. And Oop, that one looks luxurious. That one looks clean and modern and crisp or whatever you're after. Then once you have all the templates, you have like the mailers, the emails, the, you know, all that stuff lined up, you can reuse them over and over again. Um, okay you know which is what you've done which which is fabulous and that's why you're now listing i mean 3 million 4 million 5 million 6 million dollar listings um on the regular um your price point has doubled tripled quadrupled um lot absolutely a lot more income with a lot less work that way that's for dang sure so
1: and that that was pretty fast I man got to admit if i knew those ways a while ago i would have applied that years ago you know yeah, just that uh, that's true that's uh, true um it, it, you know, I, I was, I was impressed very, very well impressed with the results. So, and,
0: and I'll tell you, be, and, and this is one thing I want people to make sure they get from this. The fact that you started out prospecting for fispos and expireds is not lost on you. That's actually something we coach and we train on the regular. Um, and now because you have that skill set, you can look for anything. I mean, anytime an expired pops up in one of your geographic luxury farms, you can call it right away. And and, 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 turn into your listing. Or if, if someone tries to FISBO uh, in one of those farms, same thing, you're on it right away. You know what to do. It's that's, you know, that's second nature to you. Absolutely. So awesome stuff there. Well, cool. Okay. Well, that's the, that's, you know, that's been the story of your success. Now I thought we'd share some of the uh, luxury um, listing objection handlers and talking points and scripts that we've talked about. Um, but I think to do this, Um, We'll make it so you're going to be, because you know your sellers, so you're going to be your sellers. You're going to be a luxury seller and I'm going to be George. Okay, so I'm oh, gonna. I got, be,
1: I got I got plenty for you.
0: I'm gonna be the agent trying to overcome the objection from you. Um, so let let's see. Hopefully, you haven't thought of new ones since we talked on that boat out in the middle of the uh, Atlantic Ocean. We'll see.
1: <laughs> so no, nah, you know, pr- pretty much they're all they're all the same kind of thing. You know, once you start going on multiple appointments, you you just realize it's kind of you know all the same kind of objection. Uh, you know, the most the most common one that you know I, I heard is, uh, you know. Uh, 3% is, is too much commission. What if I give you just a flat fee, Uh, you know, and then you can, you can, you can take care of the uh, sale of the property.
0: Right. So with commission objections, um, this one's really important. It's very important. We hold the line here. Um, And you're going to see all the top producing agents hold the line. Like if you look at the average uh commission percentage per agent, the higher producers, believe it or not, are the ones that, hold a 3%, 6%, however you want to look at it, commission rate or something close up there. Whereas it's the lower producers that typically don't have the skill set or the courage or the confidence to hold the line with their commission objection. Um so they don't, you know, they so they they don't, you know, have 50 other houses they're selling this year. So they they don't want to lose this one. So they tend to cave because of that lack of confidence. Whereas the higher producers, they'll hold the line. And, and, and so it's really important. We always hold the line. Even if we don't have a lot of business, we have to hold the line. And I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you. If someone said it to me, I'll say, no, we're a full service company. We get the highest price, um, for our clients. And we do that, uh, by charging a normal rate. And that normal rate is, you know, 6%, 3%, what have you. Now, here's the important thing. And this is something we always talk about with commissions. I'll say the first thing is we have got to pay a full commission percentage to the buyer's agent. And here's why. So I take it off me right away and I start talking about paying the buyer's agent. Okay. And I'll say, here's why. We know that 96% of home buyers use an agent to purchase a home. Okay. And the only reason it's not 100% is because that 4%, that small percentage, they'll buy you know directly from a home builder or something like that or a developer not have an agent. But for the most part, buyers don't buy Fisbo. They don't buy on their own. Absolutely. Okay. So because of that, believe it or not, we're actually marketing to the other agents more than we are the general public. Since 96 per- there's a 96% chance the buyer of your home is going to be it's going to be pointed out to them by their agent. So, if and, and where every single agent looks every single day for their clients is they look in our multiple listing service, and right there it says how much they're going to get paid. So, I don't care if your price is high, low, photos are good and bad when compared to the amount of commission that you're going to pay the person who's deciding whether to show the property to, to their client or not. That's not a place to short, that's not a place to cut corners. Absolutely. Right, so I'll let them know. So please, there's a reason that the vast majority of listings are at three percent or two and a half, whatever's in your, you know, whatever's the norm in your, in your area. And I think it should be three. Um, I don't know is, why it lately is, it's gone it two is. and a half in some areas. It's because yeah, of usually a lack of 10%. skill um, and people just lacking confidence and dropping, and then everybody dropping. But I would try to hold that line at three percent, um, and that's how I would do it. And I would just say, hey, you know. To try and cut on the commission when 96% of home buyers come through agents or are negotiated by agents is, is really poor people thinking. Um, Absolutely. it's like, a, especially if you've got a business owner, which oftentimes in the luxury market, those are business owners. Even if they're expensive surgeons, they own their own business. Um, you know, so oftentimes in that luxury market, they actually have an employer mentality, not an employee mentality. So actually the objections get easier with them. And I'll even say you've got to have an employer mentality here and invest in your business. We're looking at getting proceeds of 200, 300, 500,000 out of this house, whatever it is. And if you start cutting these types of corners, we're going to reduce the amount of proceeds dramatically. Yes, you may cut your costs by a little bit up front but you'll reduce your total seller's proceeds by 10 times that amount if you roll the dice and try to cut corners. It's gambling. So I'll use buzzwords like that. Roll the dice, gambling, cutting corners, risky. And what I'll say is the safe conservative play is to invest in your business, invest in the sale of your house to get the largest amount of income out of your house when it sells. So I start advising them. I don't negotiate with them. I turn into a coach, a mentor, or a trainer. And I get into that very authoritative where I'm telling them what to do. And I'll tell them, do not think like an employee here. You got to I mean, you got to where you were in this world by thinking like an employer, investing in your business, and being confident.
1: Yeah, and for, for the most part, they, they all kind of understand that which uh, you know it's, it's what's surprising is well, that people in this kind of price point they're they're more understanding to the commission part than the lower price point and uh, you know what one thing is what helped me is you know by by kind of putting it you know putting things on uh, you know all, all the value we, we pretty much provide and you know i would ask a seller uh, which one do you want to take off from from, from this list you know so I realize when I turn it when I turn this on them that you know this is what I suggest we do. But if you want to take, you know, take off the commission, let's just take off from this list. Photos, oh, no. yeah, we don't need. Yeah, that. like you know, which one do you want to take off? And I yeah, oh yeah, off well, yeah <laughs> we, we want some, some some phone, you know, pictures. I can do that. You know, so it right. always come back to like you know being okay. Let's go with with the six percent. But that employer mentality really actually. That that was a game changer for me, you know. You remember, like I was struggling at some point, kind of having the, uh, you know, having the the seller uh, kind of trust me, you know. And a lot, a lot of them, kind of their 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 business owners, so so they get in that kind of control. uh yes. You know, con- you know that, that they're so much in control, and you know now with their properties, it, it's so easy for 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 me. It was easier for me to kind of get in that zone of losing control because you know lower price point it's all about i want to provide the best customer service i want to really walk them through uh, you know everything i want to be nice now with the luxury you know, I, I have to kind of mirror and match them by being the business owner that they are as well with the same kind of mindset and mentality. Correct,
0: this is my, I mean, this is my arena. I'm the professional here. You hired me to take my advice. You got to give the advice. You don't start putting yourself on their level and negotiating with them. Say, well, wait a minute. No, I don't recommend we do that. I mean, you hired me for a reason and that's why I'm here, right? So after I deflect with all that and change their thinking, I'll say, here's what full service looks to you, Okay. Um, what we're going to do to start out, and this is something you do well that I, that I think is amazing, even this low inventory market. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to actually have two open houses within the first two weekends. Okay. And I know a lot of you are saying, well, I can't have open houses in the slow inventory market. Houses are selling too fast. And I'm going to say, no, no, I'm going to have them no matter what. Okay. And I'm going to keep having them every weekend. Why? It's a $6 million house. Do you know how many amazing listings you can get from the neighbors if you're holding opens at a $6 million house? Do you know how many really, really wealthy buyers you can turn into clients by having that open? Do you know how many open house mailers, emails, phone calls, voicemail drops you can do to the neighborhood to promote your open house, to show that no one works harder in this luxury neighborhood than George does? So you want to have all these. Good farmers know open houses are the key because it gives us something to market, right? And it gets other listings and other sellers to come our way. So I'm going to use that in this listing to show my value, not take away. I'm going to say, here's what, you know, 6% get you. And what it's going to get you is, even if we get, see, I've, you know, if we're going to get multiple offers that are going to drive up our sale price above market and above list that's going to happen in the first two or three weeks okay when it first hits the market and what we're going to try to do is you know obviously there's you know thousands of other agents out there in the multiple listing service that we're going to market to that are going to bring buyers and then i'm also going to try to generate our own from the general public and from the neighborhood because we ultimately find the purchaser of a home as a friend family member or um acquaintance of somebody that already lives in the neighborhood that knows someone that wants to move in there. So we're going to market hard to them too. Okay, and we're going to try to to do all this to try to bring two offers, three offers, four offers to the table so we can drive up your sellers proceeds through that purchase price. Right. And one of the ways we do that is through marketing multiple open houses right up front to create a frenzy around it, even. And then our customer service does not stop there. Even if we start getting offers and we go back and forth in negotiations, we're going to keep holding the open houses anyway why because that really puts the screws to them in negotiations because the first thing that they're going to do if you know they get the house back and forth and counter offers is they're going to start driving their you know sisters and their friends by the house on the weekends when they're not working and they're going to see 30 people going through their house at one of my open houses where I'm giving away champagne and strawberries. And they're going to say, what are all those people doing walking through my house? And, and and they're going to steal my house away from me. So let's go up and let's just accept that counteroffer. I don't care how ridiculous it is. Let's accept it. So I'm going to you keep the screws it. to them. This is a listing presentation. Absolutely. This is The agents don't talk like this. They don't see agents that are this aggressive. You know, and it doesn't stop there, guys, because even if we get it under under a uh, contract, we still have inspections to do. So I'm gonna keep doing open houses for backup offers. And I'm gonna let the buyer's agent know this up front that, that our sellers wanna keep doing open houses till all the contingencies are waived. And that way we hold for backup offers. And that way, when they do inspections, they're gonna know no way we're gonna ask for anything. We're just gonna take it as is because these, all these other people are waiting to jump in our place because they've seen these people going through it. So that's what we do on the George Corey Real Estate Group. We keep working for you. So I'm going to evidence that we shouldn't have our commissions cut because they've never heard an agent work this hard before. They will not ask anymore. They'll just be like, okay, whoa, this is awesome.
1: I was going to say, you know, uh, luxury realtors for the most part, again, I can't say, you know, all of them because there's there some really amazing ones out there. But you know, more established they get in a specific area, pretty much less less likely they have to try, to uh, to to impress the the uh, the seller or or pretty much get the job done. You know, I mean, uh, for, for the most part, the market now a little bit different. But you know, back back when 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 the inventory was pretty much normal, we used to see a lot of properties expiring, and you know, it's taken about three, four hundred days and multiple realtors to get the property yeah. sold because. You know, the listing agent was just putting the property on the market and just waiting for it to sell. However, you know, we're using that proactive approach where we're actively fishing for for more clients to come. You know, to come in the the, the property and pretty much tour it, and and you know, uh, raising that kind of uh, uh, you know scarcity that, that you know you have multiple people in the open house. It's still, it still it definitely worked with luxury properties as well. It's it's pretty much the same thing. These so, guys respect
0: uh, the hustle. They respect the hustle, yeah, and all the marketing we talked about earlier, like you, you, you know, you retargeting Facebook ads, you sending out the mailers, you know, marketing open houses, you putting people on listing e alerts. They see all that, and you're going to reiterate it to them in this listing presentation. So they're going to see no one works harder, and they're going to realize they have the best in the neighborhood because they they don't get marketing like that from anyone else, and they're going to listen to you, you know, and and and. You know, so so they're going to see that you are a full price broker, and they've never seen any other agents do all this, or even suggest the aggressive marketing strategy that I just suggested with the open houses and how we're going to keep negotiating for them throughout the transaction, right? Um, so that's what, the best way to handle listing objections is deflect them and then go into your value prop and make it an aggressive one. I mean, you can literally almost see me coming through the screen right now at you. And and that's because I'm bringing that value. They're going to say, wow, this is not a lazy agent. This is not a put it in the sign in the yard type of guy and put it in MLS and and, and wait. You know, this is someone I, I, who's going to go get it. And I've had a
1: client saying the same thing. You know, he, he actually, uh, that, that was in the beginning of me transitioning to the luxury market. He told me like, you know, I, I'm, well, after they hired me, I said, "Oh, just let me ask you, why did you guys end up picking me versus the two other realtors that they're more established pretty much in, in, in this area? And they said, you know, we believe that you're going to work the hardest for us uh, versus, you know, the other two realtors. And, and, and that, was, that was really a, uh, a light bulb.
0: Yep, luxury clients will pay the increased prices. Of course they will. They're luxury clients. They pay increased prices for everything if you show them the value. So getting into a haggling competition is not the way to do that. The way is deflect it, move into your value. Okay. And move into it and get real aggressive with it. So have it, make it very active too. Um, don't just talk about your photos and your stagers. Everyone does that. Talk about you have a listing and marketing plan like George, you totally do. And I think we've laid out pretty well here um, on an aggressive, you know, pretty aggressive levels. So George, um, I know we got to jump. So thank you so much for giving me your time oh, today. I really, you, You're an inspiration to so many people that want to jump into the luxury market and dominate it. And you have done it in, in rapid time. So thank congratulations, you. my
1: friend. It's dope, man. Thank you for your help. You bet. All right. Take care. We'll you time.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Trainer podcast sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. For more information about real estate coaching or to watch my training videos, check out therealestatetrainer.com or join our Facebook called The Real Estate Agent Roundtable. Thanks
1: again.